Hello guys, welcome back to yet another episode of Youth Inc. on Youth Plus Radio. We are passionate about inspiring youth and going beyond conversations. And today we have an amazing guest with us here, Brian Mwao. Yes. Um, and so Brad, Karibu Sada. Thank you very much. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling great, feeling blessed, highly awesome. favored. Uh, thank you for having me come to speak. Uh, on this podcast, I'm very delighted. Awesome, Karibu yes, yes. tena tena. So, Sana Youth Plus Africa. Karibu. Yeah. <laughs> Tell yes. us who is Brian? Um, what? Um, who is Brad growing up, rather? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good one, the serious Okay. So, who is Brian growing up? Um, Brian growing up was just one. A, Hardworking, um, playful, jovial, uh, at times, uh, at times what? Check, 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 check. Yes, I Anyway, so yes, Brian growing up was one jovial, happy, uh, outgoing, um, friendly, young, young boy. Um, I was born in Thika, Thika District Hospital. Um, but then, uh, then after some time, I think with my parents, we came to Nairobi, and then we ke- went back to the village in Makuini. Mm-hmm. So I spent most of my early days, the ones that I can remember, uh, in Makuini. Um, I joined primary school at a boarding school at class four. That is Vitale Boarding Primary School. I was there from class four all through to class eight. That's back then in 2004, thereabouts. And uh, yeah, I made some good friends. Uh, we had some good time with the teachers there, of course. Uh, just very normal, normal experience of a, a normal kid growing up, you know, uh, doing exams, teachers coming, doing revision. On our biggest, you know, for all the questions that you've missed, you have to be given two strokes. Mm-hmm. And then, by God's grace, I finished class eight. Then I transitioned to high school. I went to St. Charles Ranga high school in Kitui. I was there for the four years of high school um, and finished my high school back there around 20, 2012. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, that's when now I can say I officially moved to Nairobi. Um, but definitely, at times, my dad would host us in Nairobi, mm-hmm. but most of the time, uh, because he's a normal, my dad is, is a normal uh, I would say he's a normal African Kenyan, truly Kenyan uh, dad. <laughs> Work in Nairobi Monday to Friday, then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Sunday, Saturday is in the village. Mm-hmm. So that didn't beat any logic for us to come join him in Nairobi. Mm-hmm. So our 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 best place to to hang out together and you know um, to be able even to be instilled with the values of family mm-hmm. was in the village. But once I cleared high school, I came to Nairobi, joined Jom- uh, Jomo Kenyatta University of Agriculture and, and uh, Agriquat, Agriculture mm-hmm. and Technology mm-hmm. uh, current campus. Mm-hmm. I was there for, for my, 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 my degree course. I did bachelor's in IT. Um, also during this time, I was, this is the time when I was um, now starting to get my freedom out from home. Uh, at times, you know, um, uh, getting to spend more time with my friends, uh, getting to meet my dad maybe once or twice uh, in a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, it was a very good experience, and 
uh, I remember also after the, there was one significant time during my growth was when I finished Form 4, just about to transition to university. I joined CITAM, CITAM, CITAM Go. Okay. And then they had, a, they had a, a program called the XCANS program. So you generally meet uh, people who finish KCSE mm -hmm. on the same year yeah. as you people and it's a phase when you're waiting for your results at the same time also you are anticipating what degree course do you want to pursue, which which university do you want to, to, to go. Mm -hmm. So at that time I spent that time in church and also getting to go through the word of God. I remember we, 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 they took us through a lesson through the book of Timothy. And uh, after that, I joined university definitely, um, this time around, mm -hmm. fully aware of who I am and what I want. And uh, by God's grace, by the time I was second semester, I joined the student leadership. Mm -hmm. I became uh, the departmental re re representative for the IT department. Mm -hmm. And a year later, I became the academic secretary of JQuart. And that was pretty much my experience. Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest highlight in high school is um, from, as I mentioned, I was fr I'm from an average family. Mm -hmm. And average family here, I'd say, you know, we got the privilege uh, to, in our family. My dad had a car. Mm -hmm. um, uh, my mom is a teacher. My dad uh, is, a, is a soldier. He works for the Kenyan mm -hmm. Defense Forces. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just one, you know, um, lifestyle that mm -hmm. it's not over there, yeah. but all your basic needs are met. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our parents, of course, did the best. I love my dad, I mm -hmm. love my mom. Mm -hmm. they, they made sure that we had the best of education. Mm -hmm. And I remember one of the experiences joining Jacob Karen. My dad was dropping us to school, but 90% uh, of my classmates were driving to school. Mm -hmm. So you're coming to an environment where you're used to, you know, this uh, just normal average family life. Mm -hmm. And then you're coming to meet people where, you know, people are doing things extra, extra. Mm -hmm. And even others are even driving the better car, a better car than what your, your dad is driving. Mm -hmm. But out of that, what I learned was uh, in life, we are all presented with equal chances. Mm -hmm regardless of where you come from, and you can be able to rewrite your story mm -hmm. the way you want it to be. Uh, my dad gave us the best, and I, I always give him credit. Mm -hmm. And uh, we love sharing and, you know, laughing about it. Yeah. Uh, but what happened actually when I was in university, I, I came to the university, my, dri my dad driving me to mm -hmm. school, mm -hmm. but by the time I was finishing fourth year, mm -hmm. I got out of the university yeah. driving myself. So mm -hmm. this is what happened, is um, as a student leader, you, um, especially as academic secretary, mm -hmm. we had the privilege of meeting the parents, or rather being introduced to the parents of students. And you know, uh, if I meet your parents and you introduce me as the academic secretary mm -hmm. of your school, you know, the parents tend to even share more information, mm -hmm. mentor you more, and even if there are business opportunities, uh, they're able to share. Yeah. So, uh, in university, my first business to do, I started as a cameraman. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have a camera, but my good friend Eric had a camera. So what we did was, um, and he was not a people's person. Mm -hmm. For myself, I was a people's person. So what I did was, I, we, we, we came into an agreement. Mm -hmm. You have the very good Canon camera. Yeah. I am a good people's person. I'll look for the clients 
uh, we take the photos, you do the editing, then we'll split the cost. Mm -hmm. So that's how we started. And the business model in the university mm -hmm. really worked well because I remember most of our clients, again, were ladies. So we would, uh, we would take, if we give you five edited photos, that's a thousand shillings. Mm -hmm. And in a day, in a, or rather in a week, we'll get up to 10, 10 clients. Mm -hmm. And that was really good money in the university. And then after that is, I kept on knowing friends. I met one good friend who was doing law. His mm -hmm. name was Benson. And Benson uh, was at that time attached to, I think, the Ministry of Lands. Mm -hmm. And uh, we became very good friends. And he was doing really well with his life. Uh, he had, even at that time, he was driving. Mm -hmm. He was driving. He was driving. He was driving two cars mm -hmm. to school. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I picked an interest to what he was doing, and you know, we, I told mm -hmm. him we can team up, and mm -hmm. maybe I can be able because he is doing law and I'm doing IT. I can be able to bring input of what I know to his business, and we can partner. And we ended up being up being good partners. And uh, I remember our breakthrough happened in the fourth year. Uh, we procured a big, good business deal, uh, which we made uh, around 20 million Kenya shillings. And uh, that was the transition point because I remember at that point I was in, um, we were living in Rongai. So we moved from Rongai to Runda. And at that time I was, I think, just turned 19 years. So we bought new cars and we started life together in, in Runda. And um, he married, of course. Uh, Mimi, I was still very young. Uh, and I took that shift as a, uh, mindset baptism because you know having grown up in the village in Makweni in Kitui came to Karen living in at that time we were living in uh, where we were in Gong living in Gong and now you know moving from that setup to a very different setup Runda where now you meet who are the you know the great men on doing well in this nation both in the corporate business uh, even religion, you know, the guys who are doing very well in life. So, and we'll, I learned one thing. They still have the same eyes we have. They have one nose, they have two ears, they have one mouth. And, you know, fairly, we are the same color and we are the same people. So I got, at this point is when I realized, you know what, if these people are living this kind of life, uh, we can also be able to live it. And of course, we were young and ready to explore. We didn't stay for Runda for too long because we didn't invest as much. Uh, we got broke and went back to my parents' home. And uh, yeah, I started again. So that was my, my time, you know, primary school, high school, university. Yeah, so awesome. It's so good to hear of how you grew up as Brian. Yeah. And so just backtracking you back to high school, the famous question we used to be asked, ah, what do you want to be when you grow up? I mean, do you see, did you see yourself, like now until university, did you see yourself where you'd be? Because someone might be listening and they're like, oh, Brian might have, must have had it easy and smooth, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so how was it? Like, did you ever like see yourself being always that you were like now till university? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would say my dad was my biggest, my, my dad was my biggest inspiration. Mm -hmm. Um, he always inspired me because I would see him provided for the family, being a loving dad. Mm -hmm. When he's available, you know, you will, you will feel his presence. He's full of surprises. Mm -hmm. So even going back to primary school, I remember someone asked me this question when I was in class eight and it was my classmate and they asked me, 
what do you want to be um, when you grow up? And they said, I want to be a soldier. And everyone laughs. And they asked me, everyone is saying doctor, everyone is saying, you, you want to be at the war zone. I was like, no, I'm, I'm, not, actually, I'm not actually interested to be a soldier yeah. because I want to be at the war zone, mm -hmm. but it's because my biggest inspiration is my dad. Mm -hmm. And even that didn't change even while I was in, in the university. Yeah. I, I mean, not university, but high school mm -hmm. all through. But yes, it got to some point. I remember there's a point when uh, we were sent uh, to go. I think our school was doing Arambe fundraising for something. And uh, we were given uh, there's that booklet, raffle tickets, mm -hmm. to go and sell mm -hmm. in Kitui town. Mm -hmm. And then I sold, I sold over two booklets, mm -hmm. two booklets of those, those tickets. raffle tickets. Mm -hmm. And I came back to the school with around 7,000 Kenyan shillings. And, and I did it so effortlessly that even other students were asking me, Yanni, you sold all this and you brought it to the school. Because of them, they were doing around 700, 800 at mm -hmm. most. I told them, yes. And then I realized, like, actually, I can be able to sell. Mm -hmm. So. I, I always knew that I'm a good marketer, mm -hmm. so my, 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 my desire to be in the military a little bit shifted. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'd say any, any opportunity that will present itself that involves me selling a product mm -hmm. or me being able to market something, that is what I will go for. Mm -hmm. So even in high school, I was still very much open. I was mm -hmm. not specific, yeah. but I remember one day my dad was, uh, when I was about to get to Form 4, uh, during the long holidays, December holidays, uh, my dad was giving counsel to my elder brother called Ian, and he was advising him on, uh, because my brother had just finished from four and wanted to transition to the university, so he was advising him what sort of employable opportunities uh, he will get if he goes to do a specific mm -hmm. course, and that specific course was information technology. So this was the first time me hearing my dad recommend a course mm -hmm. for my brothers. So I took his counsel, and even I remember his words was, I've heard there's a Mze called uh, the late now, is the late now, Mze Kirobi, mm -hmm. who is employing young, uh, young IT graduates and is paying them very mm -hmm. well. So I took that counsel. That is the counsel that I went back to school in, to do my form for, and at this point I had already known I'll go to the university, Jukot, mm -hmm. to go do uh, IT. Mm -hmm. And, and after that, I don't know how it will be, but I've had my dad. So any word, that, any word of counsel that my dad will give us, we'll take it very seriously. Mm -hmm. Because we'll see how they stretch the extra mile he was going together with my mom, just to make sure that we had the best of education. Mm -hmm. So I went back and I knew, you know, this is it. This is what I want to do. And even anyway, when I was in Form 4, I was telling my, 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 my classmates, that you know, after this, I'm going to do IT. Awesome. IT, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, you, you you also mentioned somewhere around university, you got to receive funds. What twenty million? Is it? Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. We, 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 we did a business, uh -huh. uh, and I will not take full credit for this mm -hmm. or much credit on this. Mm -hmm. I'll give it actually much credit to my good friend Benson. Is mm -hmm. one who did, for me. I just did the pitch, and I told him we can partner, mm -hmm. and whatever project that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can bring in my expertise mm -hmm. and I can assure you that mm -hmm. with my expertise mm -hmm. it will isn't you yeah. getting the business mm -hmm. and he took me in mm -hmm. actually even we moved in because we moved in together because at this time I was living in Rongai mm -hmm. he had a bigger house 
So we moved in together because now we're business partners. Uh, so what we did is I assisted him in that business. It was more of a selling a piece of land. Mm -hmm. It was more of a selling of a piece of land. And uh, the seller was one of parents, I believe, in the school. Mm -hmm. So um, the parent was willing to sell the piece of land yeah. at 100 million. Mm -hmm. And fortunately, we got someone who was willing to buy this piece of land at 100 million. But we were sharp. Mm -hmm. uh, so we went back to the person selling the piece of land yeah. and we told him, we've gotten someone who's willing to buy your land, but they're willing to buy your land at 80 million. Uh -huh. So at first he was like, no, the least I can go is 95. So we were like, okay, yeah. we'll just keep on mm -hmm. looking. So he stayed for almost two, three weeks. Mm -hmm. Then thereafter, uh, three weeks after, this person called back desperately. Do you still, guys, do you still have your buyer? And we said, yes. And he said, okay, can you, can you connect me to them? So at this point, we got a lawyer. Mm -hmm. He signed the, the agreement mm -hmm. that this guy is willing to sell his piece of land at 80 million. And this buyer is willing to buy the piece of land at 100 million. Mm -hmm. And we negotiated with the lawyer well that the lawyer will pay himself the 3% finder's fee of the 80 million. So any amount that we negotiate mm -hmm. over the 80 million mm -hmm. will be our money. Mm -hmm. So the lawyer received the 100 million, transferred the 80 million to the, to the seller of the land, mm -hmm. gave us our equal share, mm -hmm. and that's life began. <laughs> yes. Amazing, interesting, yeah. quite interesting. Um, mm -hmm. And so now let's look into the transition. Now you from, let's say, um, now whatever you're focusing on in university, yeah. and now transitioning into now, uh, Dev, like the cybersecurity division did yes. now. How was the transition like? So the transition mm -hmm. was not easy, uh, or rather it was not automatic. Mm -hmm. uh, what happened is, once I finished high school, um, I think it was during to, uh, campaign season mm -hmm. during that time, mm -hmm. so I was, uh, and of course, I, I'm coming from a background of being a student leader. So I thought it's automatic, now that you've been a, an academic secretary, you can automatically buy and become an MCA yeah. in the village. Yeah. So, but we didn't have the resources. Mm -hmm. Also, my friend was also vying for, for MP Moranga. Mm -hmm. So, but as I told you, we didn't also account our finances yeah. very well. Mm -hmm. uh, and as a result, uh, we didn't have money to mm -hmm. campaign. Mm -hmm. So, during that time, I remember I was also part of the national team that mm -hmm. was campaigning mm -hmm. for, for, for the government that won at the, during that time. Mm -hmm. And um, that year, pretty much we'll say we did politics. Yeah. And then towards, towards the end of 2017 is when I got actually my first uh, paid internship and uh, uh, an agency called Kentred. So I was there for three months. It's under, uh, it, it's under National mm -hmm. Treasury. I was there for three months, uh, being paid, of course, uh, from someone who has, earned 20, who has handled millions before. Mm -hmm. uh, I was being paid 25,000 Kenyan shillings per month oh. for, three, for three months. But mm -hmm. I was there because, you know, it's, uh, I said, if I keep postponing, mm -hmm. it's good you start now. Mm -hmm. Because if I can start now, by the time I'm turning 35, by the time I'm turning 30, mm -hmm. of course I've acquired enough experience to ask for whatever amount I want to ask to be paid. So I started there, I was there for three months. Um, after that, I, 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 I was jobless. Um, then I went back to church. Mm -hmm. This time I transitioned from Sitam to Winners mm -hmm. Chapel. Winners Chapel told, taught me great things to do with spirituality. You know, how to fast and pray, the importance of tithing. Mm. I even went for Bible school. Mm. So I went for Bible school, I finished Bible school. 
Then there's one friend of mine that we became friends when I was still in Runda. Mm -hmm. It's called Alex. Mm -hmm. So Alex Kidake at this time he had opened a real estate company mm -hmm. called Scratch Homes Limited. So I was just a fresh graduate from, uh, from Bible school. On a Monday morning, mm -hmm. I showed up in his office and I told him, Alex, don't judge me, <laughs> but I'm coming back yeah. uh, to work for you. Mm -hmm. I, I want to work for you. Mm -hmm. And he sent me to, to one of these, the sales manager. He told the sales manager to interview me. The mm -hmm. sales manager interviewed me mm -hmm. and he said, I came back to him yeah. and he said he's going to take me in as a sales, sales representative. Mm -hmm. But then Alex said, no, we are not going to take him as a sales representative. If you find him is good, actually, he will be your boss. Yeah. I'll make him the uh -huh. general manager. Uh -huh. So he made me the general manager of his company. And that time, most of the time, he didn't spend most of the time in, uh -huh. in the country. Uh -huh. And because, of course, I was still struggling with, you know, I went through like a depression phase. Uh -huh. You know, when you're exposed and you, you go broke. Yeah. Of course, yeah. there's a depression yeah. that sends you back to church, <laughs> uh, restores, helps yeah. you restore mm -hmm. your relationship mm -hmm. with your creator. And you know, I, at this point now, I was getting back to my foot again. Mm -hmm. And of course, my family also was very supportive. Mm -hmm. So he gave me a job and fortunately, he also gave me a house oh. in, uh, in State House Road. Mm -hmm. So as I mentioned, Alex was living, most of the time he would spend his time in Dubai because his, mm -hmm. his children were going to mm -hmm. school there. Mm -hmm. So he told me anytime, Brian, that you don't want to go to Tawala. At mm -hmm. that time I was living in Tawala mm -hmm. with my elder brother. Mm -hmm. uh, you can spend mm -hmm. in my house mm -hmm. here in State House mm -hmm. Road so that it's convenient even for you mm -hmm. to go to work because the office was at Ngong Road. So, and also he gave me a car. Mm -hmm. So now I've been restored. Now I have mm -hmm. a car. Yeah. I have a BMW X5. Mm -hmm. I have uh, uh, a job. Mm -hmm. He was not paying me much. Mm -hmm. He told me also he cannot be able to pay me. Mm -hmm. He will handle me as his son mm -hmm. because he wants to mentor me yeah. and coach me. Yeah. So he was giving me 30000 mm -hmm. per month, mm -hmm. which was a big upgrade yeah. because this is untaxed. Uh, it's an upgrade from the 25000 yes. and now I have a car that is fu fully fueled mm -hmm. by the company mm -hmm. and I have a title. Yes. <laughs> you know, at, you know, at yeah. the, that yeah. formative stage, <laughs> a title really matters. Yeah. Even yeah. you can Definitely. give me, if you call me a director and I'm mm -hmm. not driving, I'll just mm -hmm. feel happy mm -hmm. because I'm being called a director. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and I was they, with him for like seven months, and I remember this Wednesday I was fasting, mm -hmm. and uh, I received a phone call, and I was told that I've been shortlisted to attend a nationwide training course. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm, 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 I'm required to report to, at that time we were record, reporting to Jubilee headquarters, mm -hmm. uh, but it was no political. Mm -hmm. it's, it's only that the school, Ikral, was mm -hmm. based in Jubilee headquarters, mm -hmm. the building along mm -hmm. Thika Road. So told to report there and I went there the following day. I met a group of 120 people. Mm -hmm. And these people, I could recognize them because uh, back then while, while I was doing my KCSE, KCSE, they were the leading students mm -hmm. in the country. Mm -hmm. I could tell number one to ten were yeah. there, number 67. Actually, mm -hmm. they were actually referencing each other. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember you, you are number 64. Yeah. You, you appeared <laughs> in the gazette. There was nowhere to be found yeah. during that time. Yeah. So I remember and then um, one colonel walked in and he said, you guys, you are here for, you've been shortlisted to attend mm -hmm. the first national cybersecurity training program. And it will take six months. But out of the 120 of you, we only need 40 of you. Yeah. So you are going to the exam room and you're going to be tested. 
And I was like, what? I was not ready yeah. for this. <laughs> but I got there, I prayed, mm -hmm. and I trusted God, you know, this mm -hmm. is an opportunity mm -hmm. that is open. So I told God, just help me, yeah. the best of my, my mm -hmm. ability. Mm -hmm. And I believe because of the exposure that by God's grace I had acquired, um, I was able to tackle each question very well. Mm -hmm. And surprisingly, I was among the shortlisted 40 oh, students. Wow. Actually, I was number, I was, I think, number 17. Mm -hmm. yeah, because 17 was my index yeah. number. So, yeah, and we were invited, we joined, uh, I joined now the National mm -hmm. Cybersecurity Training mm -hmm. Program. Mm -hmm. I was there for, for, for six months. Mm -hmm. My director, Alex, happily released me and mm -hmm. he told me even the times that I'm not working, mm -hmm. I can go back to the company and support mm -hmm. them. So most of the weekends I would again go to his company, go and support my, the staff because mm -hmm. we had gotten onboarded a new team. So I needed to coach them, take them to clients, introduce them, show them how we do things. Mm -hmm. So I'll do that over yeah. the weekend. Mm -hmm. And also, Alex had bought me very good, very good uh, suits. Mm -hmm. So yeah. they, they made me stand out in, during <laughs> yeah. this training yeah. course. Mm -hmm. And I was there for the six months, and mm -hmm. we were being paid 40000 mm -hmm. um, just to study. Yeah. You know, the, I always say this is one of the best programs mm -hmm. I've ever had because mm -hmm. you're being paid, actually, to go for, to study. Yeah. Yeah. And I did so well. Mm -hmm. And um, how I transitioned now from there to set Centum, um, this back in 2018, mm -hmm. June, uh, I was fasting. I mentioned, I mentioned at that time I was going to Winners Chapel. So there's this time that there was that gap bef before me joining Alex's company, the real estate. There's a time when I was still in Bible school and I was jobless. So, mm -hmm. And I said, I went to a friend of mine called Bellamy uh, uh, and asked him, I've seen your dad. His dad is my good, good mentor. He's called mm -hmm. Karani. Mm -hmm. So I asked him, your dad seems to be doing very well in life. He drives a very good Mercedes. You guys, he's bought you guys uh, a Toyota, Toyota car, you know, van yeah. where mm -hmm. you guys can be able to use it to church mm -hmm. and back home. Mm -hmm. Like, tell me the secret behind your, your family's success. Like, just give me a snippet of something mm -hmm. I can mm -hmm. be able to use. Then Bellamy told me it wasn't the same case for them like since beginning of time but there's a time in their family they struggled and their dad called for a family uh, mm -hmm. three days of fasting mm -hmm. they said okay three days of fasting <laughs> without food mm -hmm. just drinking water <laughs> even you you fasted mm -hmm. and you told me yes so i said okay i'll try that but of course i didn't try it because it seemed so hard for mm -hmm. me it seems so hard for me but over time mm -hmm. um uh, after a month of struggle. Yeah. I said, let me just do this let one thing. Let me just try it. <laughs> I tried it and I fasted mm -hmm. from a Tuesday mm -hmm. to a Friday. Mm -hmm. And the Friday was the 28th of July, mm -hmm. 2018. I can mm -hmm. remember it very mm -hmm. well. And for the first time, I heard the voice of God. Mm -hmm. I heard God tell me, go to Dr. Chris Kirubi. Yeah. At this time, I don't know him. We've never met. Uh, even I do not remember this is the same person I I had my dad cancel my brother about to go do IT so that because there's a man employing. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know where he yeah. stays, but yeah. you know, I'll just, because I'm fasting, this is the first time I've fasted for three days. Mm -hmm. I was expecting to yeah. have an encounter yes. that I've never had before. Yes. Say, let me, let me follow that what I've had. Mm. So I, the following day, I, I called a friend called Brian. I told him, tomorrow I want you to be my mm -hmm. chauffeur, to take me to see someone mm -hmm. prominent in mm -hmm. this country. 
be dressed yeah. in a suit, mm. get a car. Mm. He came with his car, mm. he picked me in mm. town, and we drove together. Yeah. We started looking for where does this, yeah. uh, you know, the late <laughs> God bless him, mm -hmm. uh, Kirobi stays, yeah. and we went to Roresho. Mm -hmm. And we, we met, we got to his home. And at the gate, I remember even having an encounter with the, with the, with the guards there mm -hmm. asking me, uh, do you have an appointment? And I told them I don't have an appointment, but uh, I am here to see him there because yeah. I also want to, 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 to see how he's faring on and also catch up mm -hmm. with him. And by God's grace, they allowed me to, to drive into the wow. compound. Mm -hmm. I met him. Mm -hmm. We exchanged contacts. Mm -hmm. We kept a very good you know, rapport. Mm -hmm. uh, I always checked up to him after maybe one or two weeks. Yeah you know, get to talk. And now, fast forward now, when I'm attending this cybersecurity training, um, I fasted again for 21 mm -hmm. days. Mm -hmm. uh, but not the entire 21 yeah. days. Yeah. Like this, Chakaola <laughs> case that is happening now. What I did was I fasted for 14 days, mm -hmm. uh, having water. Mm -hmm. But again, mm -hmm. you know, I was still in school, so I'm not using much of my energy. And I can say by the it's by God's grace, I fasted those 14 yeah. days. Uh, because I have tried it, <laughs> yeah. I've tried it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a time when you you design, you can be able to do something because God will truly empower mm -hmm. you to do something. Mm -hmm. So I fasted for 14 days with water, and then on the last seven days I ingested vegetables. I used only to take vegetables. Mm -hmm. And this time round, God did not talk to me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was still undertaking my cybersecurity course. Mm -hmm. And it was January 2019, mm -hmm. but on the 14th. On the 16th of February, God spoke to me again loud and clear. Yeah. He told me, call that person yeah. that I introduced you mm. to. Tell him you have a business idea you want to pitch, and you have to pitch to yes. him in person. Mm -hmm. uh, fast forward, I called Daktari. Mm -hmm. I pitched to him. Mm -hmm. I told him I have an idea yeah. that I want him to pitch. Mm -hmm. Of course, I didn't have an idea at that mm -hmm. time. Uh, he didn't ask me mm -hmm. what is the idea. He just told me, come see me mm -hmm. the next Sunday. Mm -hmm. So and then I was like, God, yeah. I've heard you, you've told me yeah. I have an idea, uh, but I don't Where's have the, the idea. idea. Where is the idea? <laughs> so he didn't speak to me on yeah. a Saturday mm -hmm. because I made that call on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. So on Monday, on Tuesday is when God revealed to me what idea. Yeah. I, I should go and speak to him mm -hmm. and, you know, nothing else but yeah. cybersecurity. Mm -hmm. I went, I did my research, mm -hmm. sent them, did have a cybersecurity division by then and the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So I met Daktari, the late um, Kirubi, mm -hmm. and I explained to him. Mm -hmm what sort of cybersecurity would mean to the, for the group. Mm -hmm. And he liked the idea. Mm -hmm. And uh, there and then, he introduced me to my now MDs called mm -hmm. James Nicole. Mm -hmm. um, he told me he's going to interview me. And he told me to go back to the trading, take five of the best students, report to them, mm -hmm. uh, so that we can come, uh, we start working with them mm -hmm. in the center through Tribus TSG. And that's what happened. I went back to, the, to, to my training, I got five of my best, best the best performing uh, classmates mm -hmm. who now are part of my best friends mm -hmm. and we are colleagues. And immediately we finished the training in April. Mm -hmm. We transitioned to center as the other people got, of course, all the other people got jobs with government, government parastatals and all that. But for us, we moved to, mm -hmm. to center. Mm -hmm. And now, of course, as a team lead, mm -hmm. and we started our journey. Mm -hmm. And of course, that's also the time we got to launch Ajiri. Mm -hmm. There's a different story with Ajiri. Uh, on how that started. It's all another journey. Yeah. And yeah, we launched Ajiri and we've been, I can say that was my transition from now my graduation mm. to my 
cyber security. Mm -hmm. So, yes, yes. Yeah, awesome. And if there's something that really comes out loud is networking, networking. Networking, networking is key. Networking, yes. networking is key. And this is what even got you into the cyber security space. Um, Absolutely. And so maybe help us understand what is this cyber security? What do you get to do as a cyber security lead? So you know the future, the future of the future of the global markets and the future is data. Mm -hmm. Your data, mm -hmm. like right now, I'm sure part of the data you carry is personal data. Mm -hmm. uh, your financial data sits with you. Mm -hmm. You have a credit card or a debit card. Mm -hmm. You have even your health. Your health data is also very critical mm -hmm. uh, because the only way, uh, even Kenya as an economy, we we, we qualify for IMF. Funding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's because of the data mm -hmm. that Kenya can be able to yeah. present mm -hmm. to pitch. The only way you can, you know, a business like, um, like even, um, you know, a business like even Youth Plus Africa, mm -hmm. how do you get partners? Yes. It's because of the data that you can be able to present to a partner, mm -hmm. partner mm -hmm. so as to convince them yes. to come and partner mm -hmm. with you. So, and how do you protect the data? So, cybersecurity entails more protecting confidential mm -hmm. data awesome. from personal mm -hmm. to corporate mm -hmm. to government mm -hmm. personal might be your credit card you know it can be frustrating maybe, maybe the next time you walk into a shop and you want to buy mm -hmm. something and you find your bank account was mm -hmm. hacked mm -hmm. and someone took away your money yeah so how do you protect that you know initially and initially before even cybersecurity became a thing you know uh, Nigerians, our brothers in Nigerians, mm -hmm. they were best known as Yahoo, Yahoo mm -hmm. boys, mm -hmm. because they used to scam people through mm -hmm. Yahoo mail. So now the need to have people who are trained to protect people's data, mm -hmm. be it personal data, corporate data, government mm -hmm. data, or business data, came. And how do you do that? For example, if I'm running a system, like a financial system. If I go to a bank, they have a financial system. The system that knows that this credit card belongs to me mm -hmm. and to this specific account, yeah. and this specific account has this specific balance, and this is the match yeah. I can be able to withdraw. Yeah. That, that's a system doing yes. that. It's not human beings. Mm -hmm. So how do you protect that system? So be, since that system was still built by human beings, mm -hmm. it's still mm -hmm. a human being who mm -hmm. can come yes. up on a way to protect that. Mm -hmm. And how do we protect that is, of course, you cannot protect 100% protect a system. Mm -hmm. What we do is just come up with avenues that can give, can give an alert notice or a red flag, or can be able to, um, to decline or can be able to send, send feedback or give a notification mm -hmm. in case someone is trying to access yeah. information that they are not meant to access. Yes. So that's where now cybersecurity comes in. Uh, for example, again, if it's government data, um, of course, if, 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 if our enemy, uh, for example, gets uh, data about how, our, our, how Kenya carries our mm -hmm. military operations, yes. that, what that automatically means is uh, we are in a vulnerable position because our security has been compromise. Yeah. So how do we protect the information of our military operations? Yeah. So we need also a team mm -hmm. who can be able to study the system that mm -hmm. has been put together, mm -hmm. identify the loopholes yes. where you know someone can leverage 
and come with come up with a safety measure mm. because a loophole will always remain to be a loophole the only thing you can do is add a safety measure yes. is it a firewall that you have to add mm. is it you know a two-factor authentication mm -hmm. that you have to do like for example now if you need to access your your phone yes uh, i'm sure your phone has a password yes that's an that's a level of security mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe your phone has a biometrics that's another level of of, security. of security mm -hmm. so loopholes will always be there it's only just coming up now with avenues on how to protect mm -hmm. someone who is not um, authorized to access that information from actually having to access it okay. so that's what cyber security is all about okay. and it's an, an an interesting field mm -hmm. and of course also it's a tempting field yeah. because you are trained on how to hack mm -hmm. you know for you to be mm -hmm. able to prevent hackers from accessing yes. a system yeah you have to be the best hacker True. you have True. to know how to hack yes. actually how do you hack a bank yes yeah so that's <laughs> so it's more of an ethics mm -hmm. and i always even i remember the colonel our good colonel maina uh, he always told us for you to survive in the cyber security industry mm -hmm. it's more of character than skill mm -hmm. who are you as a person mm -hmm. because we are giving you a skill yeah. that will put you in a compromising yeah, situation. position mm -hmm. situation mm -hmm. so if you are a person of character definitely you will handle your job mm -hmm. with, uh, with 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 a lot of confidence mm -hmm. and a lot of trustworthiness yes. but if your character is in question mm -hmm. you'll also be able to place yourself in a position where you know in a different position with the, with yeah. the with the Kenyan law mm -hmm. that means you might be jailed you might even be assassinated mm -hmm. who knows god forbid yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah yeah okay yeah. Ah, so you being in the cyber security yes. um world yes. um ajiri came about yes, uh, yes. tell us about ajiri so ajiri is one is one pro, pro, program or rather project that actually i'm very passionate about and also Centum, the group is very passionate about as well as Tribus. Um, so how it came about was, from a personal experience, was for me uh, transitioning to the job market, or rather getting a job after graduation. I wouldn't say it was such a big struggle. Maybe I only stayed without a job for maybe a year. Mm -hmm. There are people who I know who have stayed even for almost five years without yes. getting a job. And while I was employed by Alex, there's one experience that I, I got that is, you know, priceless in terms of even having a background for a jury. And one thing is, anytime Alex would fly in the country, um, he, would, he, would, he would ask me to look for him. For example, he has a new TV that needs to be mounted. Can we get an electrician? Can we get a plumber? He needs a mechanic to check his, his car. Can we get actually yeah. a, a mechanic who can come and fix my car? And at this point, what I learned was actually the opportunity is there. Mm -hmm. But the people who have the opportunity, they might never have an opportunity to meet with the people who have the opportunity. Yes. Because Alex had an opportunity. He flew in the country, but he, he landed, mm -hmm. immediately got into the jet, mm -hmm. into his private car, he drives all the way to his home. Mm -hmm. Uh, the person who is looking for this opportunity is either in a bus or yes, cycling, his bicycle. Yes. So these people will never meet. Mm -hmm. But one thing that brings people together is tech. Mm -hmm. You'll mm -hmm. find maybe, mm -hmm. actually, Alex and his mechanic, they are mm -hmm. friends on Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, but that, that was just my personal experience. 
but uh, fast forward in 2019, my MD, because James Nicolos introduced me to me even before I joined Centum. So we were invited to attend a youth leadership forum in the University of Nairobi. Um, and were there with him together with the other directors, uh, with the other directors in, from Centum. And uh, we got cornered by a group of students. And that time Centum had signed an MOU with mm -hmm. the National Youth Service mm -hmm. to help the National Youth Service graduates mm -hmm. to get jobs. So graduates came and asked, we've seen what you guys are doing with the NYS. What about us, the graduates? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is the corporate doing mm -hmm. to assist the youth get jobs? Mm -hmm. And you know, that sparkled, a, you know, a great interest to create a platform that can connect the employer and the employee. Mm -hmm. Just to connect, mm -hmm. not to be there to solicit funds from the youth or what. Yeah. You have opportunities, yes, post them here. Mm -hmm. You're looking for opportunities, check them here. Yes. And what uh, the other thing that really seconded this idea was, again, you'll find opportunities, people, government opportunities, they, most of the time they will be advertised in a newspaper. Mm -hmm. But tell me that one youth, youth who has extra that 100 shillings to go and buy a newspaper mm -hmm. to start looking for opportunities. Mm -hmm. True. Again, they will advertise them maybe in TV stations, but how many youth can be able to actually to pay mm -hmm. for that monthly subscription yes. so as to see the advertisements mm -hmm. on TV? Mm -hmm. So, but give them with, you know, data is relatively cheap mm -hmm. in the country. Mm -hmm. Give them on a platform where they can be able to build profiles and mm -hmm. be able to have a touch of opportunities across, you know, Kenya and be able to apply there you've, you've been able to impact and mm -hmm. that's how Ajir was bad. So mm -hmm. we designed, at this time we were still undertaking the cybersecurity course. So with my team we mm -hmm. built, we, I led the team, we built a platform mm -hmm. and which now we came to be launched in May 2019 mm -hmm. uh, uh, by Centum uh, through Tribus CSG. And the impact even for the first few days was explosive because I remember uh, in one week, we got over 5,000 users in mm -hmm. one week. Mm -hmm. And in a month, we had already impacted over, we had already amassed over 10, crossed the 10,000 mark. Mm -hmm. And the impact was visible mm -hmm. because for us, we are keeping, how we, we used to calculate impact is who posted the job, who applied for the job, and mm -hmm. who got the job. Mm -hmm. So we realized even in a month's time, we've been able to, to connect over 3,000 youth to gainful employment, both, both blue collar and white collar. Mm -hmm. And, um, Fortunately, um, our group CEO, Dr. James Moria, uh, happened to, 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 to meet the global president of uh, MasterCard Foundation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And at that time, uh, her team reached in terms of, you know, the global president was to visit our country to come launch a program. And they, they picked an interest with what Centum had just launched to come and see what we are doing in a small scale and to see how they can be able to amplify it mm -hmm. and help us so that we have a bigger yeah. impact. Mm -hmm. And of course, MasterCard Foundation has a, has a, has a, you know, a, a great vision of impacting over 5 million youth mm -hmm. to give, give them dignified work. Mm -hmm. So for the first time, I was still very fresh in, in Centum. Yeah. I got to, I, was, I think I was only two months mm -hmm. old in Centum. So we got to meet the global president mm -hmm. uh, of MasterCard Foundation, Madam mm -hmm. Rita Roy. And it was me, yeah. my group CEO, my MD, uh, our technical director, all seated in one room. And from that one sitting, we're able to, you know, share what we are doing. And of course, I got to share also my experience that 
as a youth, you know, being a youth then and who has gone, who had just recently graduated and what was my story even uh, getting a job opportunity while I was working and what was the opportunity I, I saw even while working in the real estate uh, world. Out of that conversation, uh, MasterCard committed to give us first grant of $1.4 million. Mm -hmm. And what this helped was to help us now open job centers. Mm -hmm. Because also we analyzed part of our impact was most of the beneficiaries who uh, benefited from the program were from town, uh, you know, urban areas, mm -hmm. either Nairobi mm -hmm. and the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And we realized why is it that others from other people from other counties are not taking advantage of this yes. opportunity. Mm -hmm. And we realize it's either a connectivity issue, they don't have access to internet, or it's a tool issue, they don't have access to computer. Mm -hmm. So the best way you can give them a head start for them to take advantage of this digital platform mm -hmm. is to give them access to free internet mm -hmm. and access to computers. Mm -hmm. So what we did, we we out of that grant, we set up 10 Ajiri job centers across mm -hmm. 10 different countries. Mm -hmm. And what that gives is, we are, the youth have access to computers, mm -hmm. the youth have free access to internet. Mm -hmm. And also on top of that, because we realize now with this, we are able to tap into the blue collar and white collar. Mm -hmm. What about talent? What about art? Mm -hmm. So what we did, even in the Ajiri centers now, we have free recording music studio mm -hmm. and a podcast studio. And the impact is impressive because, uh, for, personally, I'm from Makwini County, meaning if I walk to the Makwini Ajiri Center, yes. I can even do my podcast mm -hmm. in Kamba. Mm -hmm. I can be able to, you know, share my experience yeah. and even impact more people speaking in my vernacular. The other day we launched Kisi County and we would see the impact. Kisi, the, the people from Kisi, youth from Kisi, they wrote an anthem for Ajiri in Kisi. Mm -hmm. And even mm -hmm. we had the privilege of dancing that mm -hmm. anthem with the, His Excellency the Governor, Dr. Mm -hmm. uh, Honorable Simbarati. Mm -hmm. And this is just impact beyond, beyond what we yes. ever envisioned. Mm -hmm. And our vision is, of course, after the first initial grant, MasterCard has still come through for us. Mm -hmm. um, they have seconded uh, more grants. To date, we've been able to raise around 2.19 million mm -hmm. USD, mm -hmm. roughly. But our biggest vision is to see uh, each county of the 47 counties we have in Kenya mm -hmm. have an Ajiri center. And that mm -hmm. means setting up more 37 Ajiri centers. And uh, we, of course, we are at a proposal stage towards even getting into phase two of the funding. Mm -hmm. And we are hopeful that definitely uh, through MasterCard Foundation and other partners that now we are working collaboratively yeah. with, we are going to achieve this vision because mm -hmm. give Access, give you access to a tool, mm -hmm. then they will show you what mm -hmm. the potential mm -hmm. that is in built. Mm -hmm. So that's our biggest, our biggest, and also as a jury, we've been able to directly employ youth. To date, we've employed over 140 mm -hmm. youth directly as a mm -hmm. jury. Some of them are still with us, others have transitioned to a better place because a jury is just a, mm -hmm. it's a transition in phase. Mm -hmm. This is a youth who has uh, finished in university degree coursework and they need to, uh, you know, to grow. Yeah. A good place to start mm -hmm. is Ajiri yeah. because you get to work in a startup setup as well. You are able to even identify, self-identify yourself. Mm -hmm. We are able to mentor them because they are our fellow brothers and sisters. We are same of age yeah. group. Mm -hmm. So 
we speak the same language. Mm -hmm. So the impact has been really impressive. Mm -hmm. But across all the Ajiri platforms, which maybe I can be able to break down, mm -hmm. um, uh, we've been able to impact over 700,000 mm -hmm. Kenyans. Mm -hmm. And that's also the impact, uh, the, the initiative also that uh, gave us a big stretch for this impact to mm -hmm. happen was the zero contact distribution system mm -hmm. that we launched during COVID. So what we did was, uh, there was um, there was a stampede that was reported in Kibera during COVID that, you know, people were called to go get food. And then because of, you know, the grumbling and two people ended up losing their lives mm -hmm. because of the stampede that mm -hmm. happened there. Mm -hmm. And again, COVID changed all odds. We cannot distribute food uh, the Kienyeji way, mm -hmm. you know, of lack of a better word, but the traditional way where, you know, we call people, tell them, make a line, let's give you food. No, because now there you, you risk mm -hmm. contacting the virus. Yeah. So what we did is we came up with a platform that uh, we can be able to identify the beneficiaries mm -hmm. and from our system, it sends them a message telling them that they are, number one, been highlighted or mm -hmm. rather been shortlisted as people who are going to benefit from the food program and it will give them information of where to come mm -hmm. pick the food program, mm -hmm. uh, food, donate, food aid, what time and what to carry. Mm -hmm. So they will just show up with a text message that was generated by the zero contact distribution system. Mm -hmm. We verify and we give them the food. Mm -hmm. And what that brought is accountability again because you will find most of the time even some of this aid food that was being given, at times it was being sold. But now it brought accountability to NGOs, to governments. Mm -hmm. They can be able to account and showcase, actually, we've been able to reach out to yeah. 400,000 people and these are their names. And you can contact to verify that they have been mm -hmm. able to get food. Mm -hmm. awesome. So that's what we've done so far. Awesome, awesome stuff. So here we have 10 counties, 10 yes. uh, uh, job spaces. Yeah. Yes. So let's say, for example, a youth who is not coming, yeah. Uh, like who is not who does not belong in the ten counties mm. and who'd want to plug in into a jury, mm. how would this person be helped? Are you the one who doesn't want? So. Um, let's say for example now it's ten counties and ten which means which equals ten um, job species. Yeah. But there's this this one who does not belong to any of the ten counties, mm. how do they plug in into a jury? We have, Ajiri is our online platform. Mm -hmm. We have a progressive web app, which is fully accessible through, via the internet. Mm -hmm. uh, and all one has to do is to go type www.ajiri.com. Mm -hmm. And you, you definitely sign up. Mm -hmm. And you can either sign up as an employer mm -hmm. or an employee. Mm -hmm. If you sign up as an employer, of course, uh, what you can be able to do from the platform is be able to post jobs mm -hmm. and get get uh, get people apply for that job and you get their resumes mm -hmm. if you apply as an employee mm -hmm. what you can be able to do is you'll have access to jobs that have been posted and you'll be able to create even your digital mm -hmm. uh, bio mm -hmm. automatically by clicking and also upload your yeah. cv mm -hmm. the importance of that is anytime you you see a job that matches you mm -hmm. and you click apply automatically your cv is transferred to the person who has mm -hmm. posted the job and they can be able to download your CV, mm -hmm. review the CV and contact you directly. Mm -hmm. So as we are just a connecting platform, we connect. That's yeah. our core, awesome. we connect. Awesome. And so Ajira's niche um, is, Ajira's, sorry, Ajira's niche is uh, IT, healthcare, there's education, and then there's like a button that says others. Yes. This others, <laughs> what, what, is, what is in this others? Is it creatives, is it? 
talent what what yeah so yes uh -huh. um we cut across both the blue collar and white mm -hmm. collar mm -hmm. and that's where and also mentorship mm -hmm. and that's where healthcare comes in because mental health is you know in our era digital era yes you know th there are so many things that uh -huh. can make you get, get into stress mm -hmm. so we we do a lot of mentorship coaching Mm -hmm. uh, and also job placement mm -hmm. uh, but on top of that again we support art mm -hmm. art and talent mm -hmm. and art and talent here is for example we have a very good team from Akuni called the Makud mm -hmm. so the Makud is this is a, just a team of young people who met and they have been able to form a music group mm -hmm. and they are now recording their music from the Ajiri Center. They, are, they, they will be soon launching their album. Mm -hmm. So we are supporting them and also definitely we have partners that have, mm -hmm. who have started coming in mm -hmm. uh, because as Ajiri we've only solved one part of the equation. Mm -hmm. Enable the youth be able to produce content. Yes. But after this content has mm -hmm. been produced, mm -hmm. how do we distribute it? Because yes. out of distribution is the only way we are going to make it sustainable. Mm -hmm. That's the only way, um, that's the only way uh, this youth and these people in art will be able to get revenue mm -hmm. from their talent. Yes. So we are still uh, partnering and also welcoming more partners mm -hmm. to come work with us mm -hmm. so that once we produce this content, mm -hmm. how do we help it mm -hmm. be heard out there? Awesome. We've partnered with radio stations, mm -hmm. TV stations, mm -hmm. but that is still not enough. We still have, uh, we sti we're still looking for more partners. Again, also, they have the ability to go record music, mm -hmm. but they don't have a video. Mm -hmm. So also we are looking for partners who can yes. come and help them even mm -hmm. produce videos for their mm -hmm. artwork. And you know, it's, it's a, a man take, man give uh, mm -hmm. society. Mm -hmm. You know, encourage collaboration. If I have, I'm artistic, yeah. I can sing or I can draw. Mm -hmm. And this is what I can be able to mm -hmm. do. You have access to the market. Mm -hmm. How can we trade? Mm -hmm. And we make sure that we both mm -hmm. benefit out mm -hmm. of the revenue we generate yes you can take your share mm -hmm. i can take my share yes. by you know it's and we've seen this model working mm -hmm. and we are awful by the time we open those 47 ajiri centers we will have put uh, yes. the kenyan youth mm -hmm. uh, to the level where the nigerian mm -hmm. youth have mm -hmm. gotten to awesome yeah. and you've mentioned that you have um, you have um, platforms for people to come and create content in your centers yes. in the 10 counties. Yes. Is all this for free? Yeah, all this mm -hmm. is for free. For mm -hmm. example, even we have an Ajiri center at the Two Rivers Mall. Mm -hmm. It's an open space. Okay. You'll find, you walk in there today, you'll find youth coming to take advantage of the space, either to do business meetings, mm -hmm. either to do their art, either to do business proposals, or as a, you know, um, a e, you know, a e meetup. others who are working remotely and they don't yeah. have the ability to pay and go, you know, work from somewhere. They mm -hmm. can be able to come mm -hmm. take advantage of the mm -hmm. working space. And what that does, it brings the youth together. It brings the youth together and enables the youth be able to learn. Mm -hmm. Super, super. Yes. And so now that we've been speaking matters youth, yeah. what would be your parting shot to the youth today? Yes, both urban, uh, rural, privileged, not privileged. Mm -hmm. What is one parting shot that would actually cut across to mm -hmm. Youth, youth in general. My, my parting shot to the youth mm -hmm. is the the youth the youth age the the ageful the youthful stage is a very critical stage in life. This is the critical space where you learn, where you build, mm -hmm. where you take advantage of opportunity, yes. where you take risks, where you where you you get mentored, where you make mistakes. Yes. 
and have the ability even to come out of your mm -hmm. mistakes. For example, even me growing up, there are times I've seen, I've made crazy mistakes. Yes. But what gives me that advantage to be able to bounce back, mm -hmm. to, bounce, to bounce back, reinvent, pick the lesson and run is because I'm a youth. So take advantage of this opportunity and this age when you're youth. Don't spend a lot of time feeding on content mm -hmm. that is not, is not helping you. Mm -hmm. Start reading books, yes. you know, start connecting, start mm. making friends, mm. start, you know, uh, going to meaningful places. Yes. Don't just party, go out, mm -hmm. you know, go drinking. Mm -hmm. Everything that you do, yes. make it count. Ask yourself, mm. how is it adding to my future? Yes. Uh, among your 10 friends, ask yourself, how many of these friends are tied to my destiny? How, how many can cancel me? How, how many can I pick lessons from? It's not a must your friends. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. can actually be a lone ranger mm -hmm. and you, you, you even connect with people on YouTube, yes. free resources. Yes. You know, watch podcasts like this mm -hmm. where you can be able to pick a lesson. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, be ready to give. Yes. You know, being brought up and born in this side of the world, mm -hmm. we've been brought up in a culture that is more of donate, give us, yes. give us. Yes. And I think that at times it gets to us. So mm. as a youth, be ready to give. To give. What is, is it that one skill that you can be able to offer? Mm -hmm. Offer yourself for service. Out of you offering yourself for service is where a blessing will come. Yes. Because my prayer, for example, my prayer tonight will be, God, help, help me be able to meet a partner who can fund a jury mm -hmm. so that I can be able to see more jobs Impact connect more, and more youth types. connected mm -hmm. to jobs Amazing. you see that's a that's a powerful yes, prayer yes. i'm not praying for self mm -hmm, mm -hmm. out of that of course i'll be blessed yes. but the impact mm -hmm. of you know god give me give me a car god give me a house yes. god give those are things that will come mm -hmm. automatically mm -hmm. when we are giving mm -hmm. we're giving out mm -hmm. to other people awesome. for example uh, the other day uh, uh, i was having a chat with one of my mentor and my mentor was telling me, Brian, right now I don't have money. Mm -hmm. And I was telling me, what do you mean? You are a millionaire. He was telling mm -hmm. me, Brian, yeah. I don't have money and I know you, I know you pray. So as you'll be praying, <laughs> tell, pray for me that <laughs> I get money to pay salaries. Yes. Mm -hmm. The money that I need is mm -hmm. to pay salaries. Yes. You know I've employed over a thousand people. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. So the prayer point of this guy is, God give me money so that I can be able to pay a thousand people. And there's someone else who is praying, God give me money so mm -hmm. that I can be able to go and buy a good shoe. Mm -hmm. so, 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 so which prayer has weight is the prayer that has impact. Mm, on other people. On other people. Mm. So that, that for me, that was a game changer awesome. of our mindset awesome. for the youth. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. And so, yes, guys, um, you've had it. Um, Kunakazi. <laughs> and Ajiri is here to hold you back, to hold your hand. And so kindly... Uh, don't forget to like, comment, and to subscribe. And in case you have any questions, please be sure to pin them in the comment section. Thank you. This has been us for the day. Yes. Thank you. Very